0: Welcome back to the Say It Ain't So podcast. I'm David, and I'll be your host today along with Jack, Miguel, and Raiden today. Today, we're going over the topic of personality and how personality affects us in our everyday life and real-life examples of that. So first off, to start us off, the definition of personality, which is an individual's unique and relatively consistent patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving. Now, there's a lot of things that can uh, affect this, such as biological factors like genes, neurochemistry, etc. But all these factors play a role, as well as your environment that you grow up in has a definite role in the personality that affects you. Now, there's multiple theories of personality that take place. There's social cognitive, there's psychoanalytical, there's the trait theory, and then finally, there's the humanistic approach. And we're gonna be going over all those today Giving you some real-life examples of it, so I'm gonna kick it over to Raiden here to start us off.
1: Well, it's psychoanalytic theory. The Sigmund Freud created this in 18. 18- he was born in 1856, 1939. But it's the term for it is used to describe thoughts, feelings, wishes, and drives that are operating below the level of conscious awareness. He he. He has the structure of id, ego, and superego. Id is the completely unconscious, irrational part of personality. Seeks immediate satisfaction of urges. Ego, partly conscious, rational component of personality. Regulates thoughts and behaviors, which is the one where you mostly want to be at Mm -hmm. throughout your life. And superego, partly conscious, moralistic part of personality that is formed through internalization of parental and societal rules.
0: So, basically... It, in simple terms, is like the childlike uh, impulses that we have that we just want something immediately. Superego can be our just like our black and white vision of just like right and wrong and our moral values, where there is no gray zone, yeah, but yeah. that gray zone is the ego part which, which you're you talking
1: about. You want to be, point be most of the time. Yeah You don't really want to be too far it or too far super ego.
0: You want to be ego. Yeah.: All right. And now, Miguel, you're going on social cognitive, that is yes. correct? okay. So, it was created by Albert Bandora, and it's, it emphasizes the importance of observational learning and social experiences, and basically what this means is people can influence how you think and act, and you can influence how other people think and act. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if, say, someone did something in front of a crowd, and it was disliked, For example, if you saw that and observed that, you're more likely to not do that behavior because you're going to probably experience the same reaction. Gotcha, okay. So it's just whatever you observe, you're learning from your environment and taking those lessons into your personality to better help yourself throughout life. Yeah, you're not learning yourself, you're learning from others who do that. Gotcha. All right, and the third to last, we have the trait theory, which
1: Jack is going to go over right now. Yeah, so everybody uh, has specific traits in their personality. So, but a trait is a relatively stable, enduring predisposition to constantly behave in a certain way. So like, however someone usually behaves, that's their trait. So if you know someone that's really nice, like we know a few people in our class are usually really nice people. So of course that's their trait. But the trait theory is a theory of personality that focuses on identifying and measuring how much of that trait and behavior they have. So they'll go in and kind of watch you and study you. So, like, say, uh, for instance, our president, right? We don't normally don't, don't bring him up, but he is very much wanting to focus in one area at, t- at a time. You want to focus. The wall. Really the wall. <laughs> not bring the wall yet, Rick. Bring not, the there. Wall, not there. Bring the wall. We're not there yet. but <laughs> we're, getting there. we're not there yet, okay? <laughs> but, like, he, will, he likes to focus on America first. So his behavior is national pride. He's got a lot of national pride being the president. He's a model citizen, so he's showing up, right? Yep. So he's also um, very much intrigued with a few things, like the summit in Hanoi with the other leader and whatnot. So he knows how to change his behavioral traits. But since everybody knows him from that man that fires everybody, they think he's this awful person because that was the original trait he had with. Yep. And that's carried on with him. But also in a trait theory, you have this acronym called OCEAN, which stands for openness to experience, uh, extroversion, neurotricism, I can't say that right, agreeableness, and conscious tenacious. Still can't say any of those words right.
0: Definitely hard words to say. uh, They're
1: long words, I'm going to tell you what. But in neurotricism, it starts uh, as a factor one. That's factor one, and that's usually when they're calm or a little bit of worrying and sometimes affectionate. An extraversion, they have, uh, it's a little bit more in-depth. It's got a little, they're kind of reserved, they're quiet. Um, An openness to experience, they're down to earth, so they tell you what it is. They're sometimes imaginative, so they tell you what they think everything should be like. Um, factor four is agreeableness, so, you know, I trust Raiden sometimes, but then I don't trust Miguel. You can't, no one can trust Miguel. No one can trust that out, there. He's Al-Banian.
0: always plotting something.
1: That right. vice president of Zub's class is Albanian, so don't trust him. Don't trust him. He's not even following his only law, which was to banish all Albanians, but, I mean. Continue on. Bro. Whatever. And then the last one is a factor five, and it's consciousness. So that's your people who are lazy like myself, hardworking like Raiden, quitting like Miguel, and preserving like David.
0: I'm lazy as well. Don't count me out of that. Well, hold
1: on. You might be aimless, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: That's insulting, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyways. All right. And for the last theory, we have the humanistic perspective on personality. This was uh, paved by Carl Rogers and also Abraham Maslow. These were two uh, front runners of this theory, which this theory emphasizes human potential, self-awareness, and free will. Basically meaning we are motivated by ourselves to grow psychologically and the most important factor of this personality theory is the individual's consciousness, subjective perception of him or herself. Meaning that aside from social cognitive, which we're observing others, or trait theory in which other people brand us a different trait that we have, w- this is our outlook on ourselves and wanting to grow our personality for ourselves. So. This highly involves, like, self-awareness, so, like, how you interact with people and, like, how you take those conversations and their reactions towards you, and you take that information and you use your self-awareness to understand and continue uh, better personality behaviors. So, say if a sports player doesn't do well on... (coughs) (laughs) Come on now, Jack. Stop roasting people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If a sports person doesn't w- do well in practice, they're gonna get reprimanded for that, obviously. And either it's gonna be outside influence or personal influence that's gonna like make that sports player want to grow. So that's where the humanistic perspective comes in on personality.
1: Yeah. And let that- me just say these uh projective tests that he was talking that we were talking about earlier in the class. Yeah. Um, why do we have to pay three hundred bucks? Like, like, I understand, like, you could buy a copy of the test for, like, 20 bucks, but then, like, when we talked about it, like, with our professor and whatnot, he's like, well, we have to pay for time and everything, and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, why can't for- we just pay for the test? And they're yeah, like, because oh, the test
0: paid. doesn't tell us anything, it just tells us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, this is like, how have we have- answered it. But we can't take anything from it. Like I know
1: you might have to have someone like watch you take it to kind of observe how it is, but like that's a lot of money just to find out more about yourself. Hey,
0: yeah. some people are self-indulgent and
1: unless you're in Canada, of course, and it's free health care, and if that categorizes as mental health, mental health is a like health care, and you can get it for free. But you know, that, we we aren't on that yet.
0: That that's what we we'll call reaching for that one right there. <laughs>
1: right, and that's about all the time we have, guys. I think. Uh, so I'm Jack. See you next week, and then we got I'm Raiden, Raiden and Miguel.
0: Thank you so much for listening. This has been Say It It Ain't So Podcast.
1: Still can't say the name after all this time.
0: Nope. Have a great weekend.